0: at luckylandslots.com available to players in the US excluding Washington and Michigan no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply
1: do you know what i use to record these podcasts it's anchor by spotify it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place let me explain anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Monday, July twenty seventh, 2020. Brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. He's right here in central Indiana. If you've got access to the best and you don't go to the best, that's on you. I'm telling you about the best. This is what you should do. Call 317-849-2933. Make an appointment with Dr. Mike O'Neill. Go up there. Avail yourself of their wares of today's dentistry. And then report back to friends. And tell them that you found the best dentist in the world. There you go. That's my tip to you on this lovely Monday morning. Let's talk about the Indiana Pacers. Pacers, they won their scrimmage on Saturday. They won 118-111 over the Dallas Mavericks, balanced scoring by the Pacers. We'll talk about that in a second. This game followed a similar script to that of the scrimmage against Portland Trail Blazers, where the Pacers fell behind by double digits in the first half, came roaring back late in the first half, into the second half, took a double-digit lead of their own, and then it got a little bit close at the end. Pacers, they wind up winning by seven. The balance scoring, you had T.J. Warren with 20. You had Malcolm Brogdon, 17. Victor Oladipo, uh, 16. And Miles Turner with 15. Sabonis did not play because he's got plantar fasciitis. He has been sent out of the bubble, expelled from the bubble, to go get treatment for that plantar fasciitis. He is out indefinitely, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, whose suspension ended on Friday. He, of course, suspended by ESPN for sending the profane two-word uh, email to a sitting U.S. senator. You can't do that. Porzingis, he missed, Christophs Porzingis missed the scrimmage because he missed a test. Uh, uh, and, and that is according to Mark Stein. How, how is that possible? How do you miss a test? How do you miss a COVID-19 test? You've got two jobs in the bubble. One is to get your test right every day. The other is to play basketball. Go to practice and play. If you are so manifestly irresponsible that you can't show up for a test, that you miss a test, you sleep through it or whatever, how, how is that even a thing? I frankly don't understand. I don't understand how Mark Cuban can employ that guy. I don't care whether he's 7'3 and can shoot. You've got to have a level of responsibility to both yourself, your team, and in this case, your opponents You've got to go get tested. I'm sure they're not having these tests at like 6 in the morning at a time that would be inconvenient or be likely to uh, cause people to miss the tests. And I'm surprised there aren't team officials rapping on doors. Hey, Christops get up. You got your test. H- how do you miss a test? Paul Millsap did that earlier. Paul Millsap's a pro. How's he miss a test? What the hell's going on down there in the bubble, right? Anyway, Pacers... They've got uh, one more scrimmage. That's tomorrow against the Spurs at 4 o'clock. And then they open up the season on Saturday against the Philadelphia 76ers. They've got eight games remaining, right? Everybody does. The first game's against the Sixers. The next three are against teams with losing records, Washington, Orlando, and Phoenix. You win that first one against the Sixers, boom, boom, boom. All of a sudden, you're 4-0 at the restart. you got two left with the Heat. I don't know what the difference would be with, uh, uh, with, with getting the four seed instead of the five. They could still fall to the sixth easily, but you could get to the four. I guess four is better than five. If you can get to the three, if the Celtics kind of, you know, if they are sluggish at the restart, which I would not suspect they would be, you could maybe get to the three. It's unlikely. We'll see. You'd rather be at the three. I hope that they play the Heat in the first round because I hate the Miami Heat. That would be fun. Jimmy Butler is just a punk, right? Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra is the top three coach in the NBA. It's hard to be mad at Eric Spolstra, I get it. But getting mad at Jimmy Butler and the way he taunted T.J. Warren, not happy about that at all. The Chicago Cubs, they're 2-1 on this young season after beating the uh, Milwaukee Brewers 9-1 yesterday. It was long ball time. The, uh, the wind blowing out a gale straight towards center. So Anthony Rizzo and Wilson Contreras and Ian Happ all went yard. Tyler Chatwood was really the story of the day. Tyler Chatwood, six innings, threw really, really well, gave up one run. That was it. And on a day when the wind is blowing like the wind blew yesterday at Wrigley, that's when you get these 19 to 18 games, 23, 22 games, that Chatwood was able to hold the Brewers in check. And then the bullpen came in on the back end, kind of closed the thing up. That's terrific. Cubs, Reds, tonight, tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday. Four games set down at Great American Ballpark. We'll see if the Cubs can continue to play well. With these games in a 60-game season, this is really like, uh, what is this? This is 60th, and then uh, it's like worth an extra three-eighths of a game. Right? Actually, it's worth each game is worth two and three eighths games. So you got to win series. Each loss is worth, uh, like, if you lose, you go on a four game losing streak, you're going to have a tough time digging yourself out of that hole. So hopefully the Cubs this week can take care of business against the Reds. And then they play the Pirates for three. You can take care of business against the Pirates, who aren't really too good, and set yourself up maybe seven and three. Over these first 10 games, six 10-game little mini-seasons. That's the way I'm looking at this. I think that that's the way the Cubs will look at this. John Lester going for the uh, the Cubs tonight. And I want to know on the broadcast for Marquee, right? I'm watching the Marquee Network, and I'm enjoying it. Great special about Harry Carey last night. But why are Len Casper and Jim Deshaies wearing ties? That instead of wearing golf shirts like they have forever, uh, either whether they were with WGN or or NBC uh, Chicago Sports or Sports Chicago, whatever. Y- you wear golf shirts. That's the way announcers should be dressed. These guys wearing ties, they look ludicrous. Ties are for lawyers and accountants, not for baseball announcers. You ever see Harry Carey in a tie? Never saw him in a tie. Who is better at what he did than Harry Carey for the Chicago Cubs? Do you know how much money Harry Carey? has earned Cubs ownership it is even since his death in 1998. Millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. Steve Stone said it, said it last night on the special about Harry. The reason that people come to Cubs games when the Cubs lose is still because of Harry Carey and singing the seventh-inning stretch, which was really invented by Bill Vack. Harry would sing in the press box at... Uh, at Comiskey Park when he was doing White Sox games. And Vec snuck a mic in there, made it live during the seventh inning stretch. Harry sang, the fans sang along, boom, a great tradition was born. Nice. Hey, there was a quarterback camp. I don't know whether you know about this. It was not publicized. A quarterback camp at Grand Park in Westfield where 10 of the top 15 ranked quarterbacks in the class of 2021 were present. You had some really good 2022s. Uh, I think one 2023 and one 2024 kid <clears throat> in this quarterback camp. And there's some guys who really showed out. Uh, terrific work being done by some of those guys. Some looked a little odd, but uh, most were really, really good, getting great instruction out at uh, Grand Park. Um, you had the most impressive guys to me in watching. You had Carlos Del Rio Wilson who is a a commit to Florida, he looked really, really good. He looked like a grown-ass man uh, throwing the ball around. Made a lot of really good throws. Was very precise, both with his feet and his arm. His arm looked really, really good. Like I said, he's going to Florida. Tyler Buckner was kind of an interesting kid. He's going to go to Notre Dame. He's a Notre Dame commit. I liked his arm a lot, and I kind of liked his attitude a lot. I heard him say some things on the sidelines, where I was kind of like, at first, I thought, well, I'm not sure what that means, and I won't I won't share what it was, but I kind of liked the kid's spirit and the kid's uh, desire to compete. I thought that that was evident. Uh, There's a sophomore there named Malachi Nelson from uh, Los Alamitos in, in California. He was really good. He is absolutely the real deal. Everybody has offered this kid. He's a sophomore at Los Alamitos, uh, Auburn, Alabama, um, Texas. Everybody's offered him. He looks great. And then, kid who's going to be a freshman at Cathedral High School, Danny O'Neill looked really, really good. Made all the throws. Uh, Obviously, from a physical maturation perspective, he's not where the seniors are. You wouldn't think that he would be. Those are three really important years for development. But Danny O'Neal looks like the real deal. He looks like a guy whose feet are great. His arm slot is great. His release is great. Velocity for being a freshman, terrific. Head, really, really good. Danny O'Neal showed out at this thing as well. I'd expect him to start getting offers if he hadn't already. Getting offers quickly, even though he hadn't taken a snap of high school football, he looks really good. Uh, Let's celebrate some birthdays. On this gorgeous Monday, it, it's somebody said it was supposed to storm a little bit later. Maybe it will. But right now, they in a cloud in the sky. It's absolutely gorgeous out here on the back 40. Cameron Orbaugh, happy birthday, John Sullivan, Chris Dobbs, Paul Jacobs, the great Brett Fenkelmeyer, Indiana University basketball alum, John Clark, Brian Skillman, Ron Clements, and Cliff Brunt. Happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Hey, I was thinking about this at the quarterback camp. They had music all the time. At Colts camp, they had music all the time. I don't know. I I saw, uh, I I played golf on Saturday. Guys are playing music throughout the entire round. Can we live life without a musical soundtrack accompanying us? Or, or is that just impossible? Has silence become so abhorrent that we need to surround ourselves with something audio at all times? It just seems odd to me. Like when I was a kid, I kind of liked the quiet. Doesn't seem like anybody likes quiet anymore. What the hell are we doing? Uh, this afternoon, Inside Indiana Sports. Wonderful stuff. I'm going to be writing all day at InsideIndianaSports.com. Fantastic stuff. Also at KentSterling.com. There's, the, it's the same stuff. I'm just kind of rebranding into inside Indiana sports I kind of dig that and uh, had a great time uh, yesterday on WIBC wonderful uh, you know uh, interview terrific WIBC is a terrific radio station um, it, it's news but it doesn't take itself too seriously nice I, I love the balance at WIBC the balance between frivolity And utter seriousness. I think it's terrific. Uh, I like what David Wood's done down there. Anyway, uh, uh, Inside Indiana Sports, a little bit later today. Can't wait to talk to you then.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?